You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just Tip Off, the NBA podcast that took the summer break very seriously. I'm kind of still on it right now, even though it doesn't feel like the summer anymore. But Yeah, you know, teams are starting to report to the facilities to camp, so we figured we might as well do another podcast. It has been a while, and for you listeners, just clinging on, refreshing that podcast feed <laughs> every single day, waiting. We got your back now. We're, We're back. Um Honestly, I feel like part of the reason why we didn't really record most was just I was very busy, you were very busy, just shit came up. Coincidentally, and then, it was a little bit of a low period too, though. In yes, the NBA. I was. Yeah, not much happened until the Donovan Mitchell trade. <laughs> yeah, um, which is <laughs> I sat up. Yeah, probably the move of the off season at this point. Like the biggest star move before that, it was probably Jalen Brunson, and now it's got to be Donovan Mitchell. So, you want to review that trade here for us, Mason? Yeah, uh, in <laughs> comparisons here, I'm kind of glad that we got the end of the stick that we got. Um, I think Jaylen, we, uh, we as Cleveland Cavaliers fans. NBA fans. No, oh, I mean, NBA, NBA oh, fans. Okay. Because to, to be fair, to watch a Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell backcourt just, just doesn't sound fun to me. It didn't sound. I mean, like, yeah, I guess it could have been like a high scoring one. It wouldn't be a very. The amount of stuff that I think they would have, it, regardless, I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, yeah, I wonder what how much the Knicks would have had to give the up. The amount of picks that apparently the, the, they were asking the for. Picks, they, uh, I would guess they would have, <laughs> and pretty much I would say everyone but Barrett was probably on the chopping block. And if I were the Knicks, personally, I would be trying to fleece. <laughs> you see me personally here. I would <laughs> be trying to fleece the Jazz into taking Randall. Now... If the Jazz are like, fuck it, we'll just take on an expiring contract, yeah, might as well. And I've got an opinion on what the Jazz should do. I've seen what J- uh, Julius Randle can do, and that's what I want on a tanking team. <laughs> yeah, right? But And we'll get to the Jazz part, but as, you know, it's I, I, I would agree. I think Mitchell to the Cavs is more fun than Mitchell to the Knicks or Mitchell staying put. Because at that point, that Jazz team maybe. They scrap out into the into the, into the into the play in into the play in games, yeah. but you put Mitchell, you put uh, Donovan Mitchell on the Cavs, who were like, they lost in the play in, yep. but also had a large amount of injuries last Sorry, year, and yeah. still were able to keep afloat. Now, if you have a healthy Cavs roster with Donovan Mitchell, now you traded away Colin Sexton, who missed the most of last year with injury anyway, who but they weren't, hurt. That's still hurt. Yeah, and they weren't sure if they were going to extend him or not. Um, Laurie Markkinen and your first-round pick, Oche Abaji, as well as um, some first-round picks and some first-round pick swaps. Yeah, the picks are, but they're in the future. So we, we look at the players, you know, it's... Those are the it's, things I think where it's I was to what as much as I didn't want to see the, our players go, the five picks for me, knee-jerk reaction when that first when that trade first dropped, I kind of was like, hmm. You thought that was a little much? I thought it was a bit much. But I understand where the whole do- the uh, the Rudy Gobert trade affected the trade market, all this and that, Kevin Durant. Five picks is five picks, man. Like, I get, get <laughs> yes, Again, but them. two are pick swaps. Two pick swaps. And that means, I mean... If the Jazz get those picks, that means something went wrong with the Cavs. Whether Fair. it be injury, whether it be just, life, yeah, things or, that uh, happen uh, every season, or yeah, exactly reasons why teams don't 
show up as much as, much as we thought they I'm would. I'm being like, embarrassed. These guys are being bullish. I'm happy to see the change. They're seizing the opportunity. That's where it came around. I, I mean, at this point, the Cavs, you, your number one priority now is when Mitchell's when extension is up in two years, you know, is he going to stay? Because you have... You, got, you just signed Garland. You just signed Allen. You've got Mobley on his rookie deal. This is the time, and to 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 try to win a championship before you a have to extend or lose Donovan Mitchell, and before you have to extend Mobley because you already have extended Garland the max. Jared Allen isn't on the max, but he's on a twenty plus million year deal. Yes, you do get off that Kevin Love contract, which helps which significantly. Right. But Kevin Love is just one contract. I didn't you think know, you still need be, another. I didn't think he was going to finish that one out. By the way, I did not think he was going to be a cab by the time he finished that. Out. And he, I, he, had a he little, still might not. He still might not. But he definitely had a little bit of a resurgence year last year. I think when he uh, wasn't hurt and wasn't throwing balls at refs. Yeah, but that was the year before. <laughs> that was the year before. He did great. And I hate to bring that up because it really tarnished his image. But he he didn't deserve the hate that he got for that. No, and it was one like one one play, one thing that happened, and we all get heated. Well, and they took they him get behind the woodshed in the media and just woo, uh, yeah. Well, it's because it, it was probably like a Tuesday, and they had nothing better to talk about. You know, the NBA's NFL season was probably over, and they had, you know, media all of a sudden all focuses on basketball for for a little bit. So, but so the Cavs will roll out a lineup of Donovan Mitchell. Colin set or get Darius Garland yep. at the one two, and then you you have your clear four five. Wait, 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 who Mobley. do you have at the point guard? That's... See, that's tough because Is when it? do you think you go you go Garland because I when know Sext- I would go Garland. when yeah. Sexton was there, Sexton was the one, and Garland was more the two. When Sexton didn't was work there, very well. okay, so you go so Garland one, Mitchell two. You definitely have Mobley at the four, Allen at the five. The biggest spot for the Cavs is who's the three. The now three. you you okay, got two you, schools of thought. You Look. got Okoro. I guess you can go Okoro. Um, a little you bit know, more defensive, a little more defensive, or you can go Chetty Osman. I guess who's been playing the three in the past isn't hybrid. Flashy. I'll say a hybrid. I would have gone um, your third option, uh, Stephen Lamar Stevenson. No, it's not Robin Lopez. <laughs> You're missing one key guy. Oh, Karis LeVert. There we go. You don't think he's going to be like the sixth man? I be. I think he might sometimes get a, a run at the three to start if they want to yeah. maybe start with more scoring options. Because last year they ran out the big lineup. Yeah, Sexton, which I love. They, they did Sexton, Garland, and then Markinen, Mobley, and Allen. That was so much fun. They did the big lineup. They could so, still do it, I guess. I guess Brooke. Kevin Love could be like your quote-unquote sixth man. He, was, um, he almost had six men of the year last year, which is yeah. why I thought Ricky Rubio's coming back. Uh, he's coming off an injury. Coming off injury. I mean, it, until January. Lamar Stevens gave him some great game, some great minutes last Dean year. Wade, actually, Dean, they re-signed Dean Wade. Dylan Windler still on this team. He, you know, I don't really know what kind of you know what kind of role he's going to play. Gonna, it's yeah. it's a little bit of a front heavy lineup as I'm like looking at the bench but you have guys who have been there like dean wade and lamar stevens and shady osman all have been on this team for quite a while so the guys you do have in your reserve roles are guys who've played in cleveland system for a while which i think helps when yeah. when your depth might not be as much the depth you have is familiar depth it's not like you just signed a. it's not like you're the lakers and you have a new cast of secondary role players every year because you're just throwing the 
you know, the veteran minimum at this guy, the trade exception he's at this guy. He's in for a year. Yeah. He's like just had, he's basically renting places. <laughs> yes, that is what the Lakers are doing. So it's nice to have a little bit more continuity if you're the Cavs. So yeah. what's the ceiling? The where, ceiling where, where, is the roof, as the, the GOAT once said. Okay, you think you think um, this is a potential championship contending Cavs team, or are we a year I'm away? I'm not if things break their way, what they sh- if they bring what they showed last year, and adding Donovan Mitchell and moving Laurie Markin and moving Colin Sexton, who they didn't have, and moving the guy they also didn't have, and Ogbaji. Uh, Ogbaji, okay, yep. If, if just moving Laurie Markin from this team screws them over, then we probably didn't deserve... Like, what last year was the fluke then, which would really suck. True. I don't think that's what happened. True. I really think that if they added Donovan Mitchell, who is so good in that late-game situation, scoring, his defense is a little suspect, but he's already come out and said that he wants to be very you know, active yeah. on, that def- on that end of it. And as he was coming out of college, that was something that they thought was going to translate. But I'm excited about it. I think they could, if things break their way, they could, they'd be contenders. Yeah, I, kind of I, in a Boston sense, if they find okay. the right buttons to push. Yeah, if, if they get hot at the right time, maybe have the right lineup, a Chris Middleton injury happens at the right time. Like I, that it was type quite of opportunity. Right? Even yes. as a Boston fan, I would think you might you, be a little crazy if you don't agree. Yes, yeah, because like you still barely beat – I mean, you beat Milwaukee in what, six or seven? What they would say to us, and I, what I would Chris agree Middleton? with, is they 2-0 started out. Was pretty pretty sweet. Or was it two and one? They were up two one. Uh, yeah, because because um, the Bucks won game one, and then Celtics won two and three. Oh, I was sorry. I was talking about in the finals. Oh, in the finals. Yeah. Yes, yes. But yeah, I think I think there is some concern for the Cavs at the guard um, defense defense from the guard position, just because Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are a little on the smaller side of the guards these days. I mean, yeah, like Steph Curry's not going to bully them around, but I wise Steph Curry has the height well, on him. He did him. last you, year. You take a guy. I'm trying to think of a good, you know, like like Luca, who's a little bigger and can kind of push them around. I think would have success. I think your guards who are bigger and more physical um, may have some success. I mean, it's hard to guard Steph anyway, especially when you can have so many different ball handlers and Steph's just running around. That's a different kind of defense altogether. If you can be um, flexible, I think that was one of the points we made on previous podcasts with very successful teams, their flexibility of being able to guard different types of defense or different types of offense or structured teams is really how you build the championship quality team. And yeah. We'll see if I mean they've got the they've got the defensive presence inside. There's no question about that. And if Mobley yeah. can get even better at extending out to the perimeter and defending smaller players, that makes that makes, you know, them putting him into a switch mm-hmm. an advantage for the Cavs as it is for the other team. Right. Um Obviously, you know, if Robin Lopez is on the floor, you know, that's going to get attacked all the time. But, I mean, Jared Allen is more of a rim protector than he can space out. But still, he's more mobile and has better recovery than Robin Lopez does. Um, so, I think inside on defense, they're fine. Um, I guess they you do have a Coro. If you want to try to lock down wing, again, you don't get a ton of offensive production out of him. You'd love to see him. He didn't shoot the three better this past year, but you'd love to really see him, you know, step into the three and D role, the Mikel Bridges, you know, the Rocco and Rocco's prime, you know, like really start to hit the three at a good clip. 
to be a threat. Because right now, he's out there to defend, and he's not really a threat on offense. So I almost think the missing piece on offense might be that 3 and D wing, who we didn't really and have. Maybe for a Ochi, while. Maybe Ochai Obaji was supposed to be that. But again, a little undersized to play the small forward spot. Played more than two guard in college at Kansas. So, Do you think that Moore Steven, Chetty Osman... Some of these guys can fill that role, or is it? Gonna I think be it's going to be a rotation. Like a I think it's going to be a rotation. I think when they need scoring, it'll be like Levert. If they need defense, it'll be um, it'll be Okoro. And if they need just kind of some balance all around, then you probably look at Stevens and and Chetty Osman because they're, again, those guys are solid. They're in the league. They're on the roster for a reason, right? Because they're just <laughs> solid enough that they can make an NBA roster. So. I agree. I, th- I think when we were talking to Sam, we saw him at um, our buddy's bachelor party that weekend. I think he, he, even with this trade, saw the Cavs still fifth in the East-wise, thinking like the, the Celtics, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. <laughs> um, Are we really going to consider the Celtics after what's going on? Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We will get to that. But, you know, I feel like in the East, there's a clear, like, top two. And I think it's when healthy and everything's going right. I think you have Philly and you have Milwaukee. And then I think, you know, the pieces could be there for the Nets. Well, you know, we'll see. They're just, there's so much question on the Nets, I feel like, right uh, now. I'm, I'm, I'm not But then there's the this four, fourth place is, is this middle fair. tier, I think, of, you know, what are a healthy, what does a healthy Bulls team look like? A uh, healthy Miami, a, you know, a Cleveland, a Boston. Uh, you know, Toronto's gotten better too. And I don't think you can overlook them, especially with Scotty Barnes potentially making a, a, another leap this year. So I think the Cavs sit in a position where, you know, they're, I would say, no, a normal year clear playoff spot. But because we have this play in now, it's like, you know, you could just have a bad stretch of a month of games where you go, you know, something like 10 and you go 10 and 20 in a 30 game stretch and all of a sudden find yourself in the seventh seed because I think the NBA is a, a pretty deep league right now. And I think there's a lot more parity than there was even five years ago. And I mean, that's not even mentioning the Hawks who now have DeJounte Murray. So who knows what the we'll Hawks are going to look like. Wrench in the system down there. See how that's right. I mean, I don't know what the Knicks are going to do with Brunson. I, the only thing I know I is, the that, is, that, is that the, is the that the, are gonna is that the so Piston and the Magic aren't going to be that good. And I think that's the point. They're okay with that. Yes. They're going to be fighting to be bad, which is what I think they're, they're going to have to figure out how to OKC this thing, which is kind of impressive if you don't mind me saying. And how do we tank while developing talent? It is a talent to be able to do so. The, the prime example, not OKC, are re- the recent champions, the uh, Golden State Warriors. Yes. They just... Homegrown. Developed a whole lot of players and had some veterans along the way. and Right, and Philly was like, we can do that, trust the process. And it didn't work for Philly yet, but... But we'll see. It looks, I mean, some of the practice vids coming out from Philly are looking, I guess. <laughs> James okay. Harden got, got, a, got a little pep in his step, maybe? He's he hungry. He hungry. We'll, we'll see if uh, he's going to come out and cook again. <laughs> Listen, everyone's loud in the offseason. Everyone's... They only post the makes. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, so from the Utah side of this Cleveland yeah, that's trade, a whole other podcast. So you traded, 
Or we could. We could. So we you, go you traded Gobert and you got some stuff back. You got rid of Donovan Mitchell. You got some stuff back. Uh, a lot they, of picks. A lot of. I haven't done yes. the pick count yet. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's lot. a lot. It's a lot. It's going to be Utah, Houston, Pelicans, and Oklahoma City and, for the next five Sexton. years. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so so. You do, they just traded Bogdanovich, Bojan Bogdanovich, to yeah. Detroit. Um, they got back, like, Kelly Olenek, um, a pick from, like, two years ago, and then some cash. It was a salary dump. It was a salary dump of an older player, essentially. Picks, did they? No, they did yeah. not. So, the Jazz, as constructed, is some random young players from here and there, a ton of picks, and then, like, Sexton, Markkanen, and Mike Conley. So, my proposition, um, and I've, you know, I've told it to you uh, and Sam here before, but I'm going to tell our thousands of listeners here. So, if the Jazz are content at this point of just dumping salary and getting picks, why not send like Conley and Markkinen? Who are on longer deals, unless you really see a future with either of those two players, and I just don't think they really do, because Conley's a little older, and Markkinen's kind of more of a journeyman at this point than anything. You know, send Markkinen, send Conley over to uh, the Lakers, and just take that Westbrook contract for a year. Expiring contract. Expiring Westbrook contract for a year, get... More money the off your books. They want the picks. Yeah, but they, you're not going to get picks, the picks. But they didn't get any picks from the Bogdanovich trade. And I would say he's a, a probably a pretty valuable player Here, they, you, if you're right now. If you have a new team of just nobodies, we'll say, or not even nobodies, misfits, we'll, we'll call them that, they have to have at least some leadership and or somebody to show them the system, somebody to guide them at least through whatever troubled waters – However, they do have a new coach, you're gonna do, too. You're so going to do, do Mike Conley like that? You're going to put Mike Conley in the twilight years of his career on this, in this kind Where of... Where else was he going to go? Just trade him back to the Grizzlies. Give him a run at the playoffs one more time. Honestly, though, don't hate that to replace the D'Anthony Mountain role. That's not... I don't... Yeah, just trade him back to the Grizzlies. That's I, where he spent... All but the last two years of his career. I bet he's called he had, him like... He had some great runs with uh, Zach Randolph and Marcus Mark Gasol. You know, just trade him back. Trade just him back. Mark across the bay, just getting the uh, getting his ring and just like, miss you, Mark. Right, <laughs> right. Hey, he got his all-star. At least he finally got his all-star. Oh, that was the... Oh, man. It was a soft all-star. It was pretty soft. But you know what? I, I think it makes up for the fact that he probably could have been one. I think it was an years. alternate. So Yeah, it was an alternate. I think Devin Booker was hurt. <laughs> Not even like I think there was another. Was no, you're right. No, that was, was it. the that alternate. Was it right. was the alternate? He was he the alternate to the alternate? I thought he was. I there thought were that many injuries. Well, in, fuck, who cares? He doesn't. He made it. Got his dub. He got made it. Um, but there was yeah. So as Chad traded Bojan to Detroit, Detroit doing a whole rebuild thing as well. Kind of interesting to see what's going on across the pond there. But I'm more interested in them trading Pat Beverly. Yes. To the Lakers. Right? How's well, that going to work? In what world did I think this was And you know, happen? Westbrook and Bev are like, oh no, we're all good, we're all good. Like, Westbrook's not all good. Like, Beverly, you, can't, you can't tell me Beverly's gone for his knees too many times for Westbrook to the skin. He to is be totally good. in on him. He's, he's like, dude, Russ is my best friend, man. He is my, <laughs> dude, we talk all the time. Like, we hang out all the time. We are so fucking tight. He is leaning into it hard. I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. There were like, 
it's in the game heat of the moment things, but also like the plays that Bev's made have been a little more have been on the have on are on the dirtier side to where I don't know if Westbrook can just give up a grudge like that. And I know Beverly gets in it and charps with everybody in the freaking league. So it's not like nothing new for like Bev to be in like a It's one of those it's gotta be one of those hate that guy, love that guy if he's on your team. Lance like, Stevenson. That is literally Patrick Beverly to a T. And Russell Westbrook in some ways can be the same way. So those two guys getting along would not surprise me. It would be troublesome if somehow Pat Beverly made the situation worse than last year. But is I have a possible. Feeling, I have a feeling new coach, new coach this year. So. With some of the strategic moves, albeit weird ones like Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder resigned there. Um, he balled out overseas, I guess. I don't. I don't hate it because they really just didn't have anything else because they, they so Kendrick Nunn, just I, didn't play. Didn't play at all last I year. I don't know. I know there was an injury there, but like he I showed flashes. He, sh- he showed day. flashes in his rookie year at Miami for being an undra- undrafted or he's an old undrafted, like an older true, guy. true. But still, uh, the Lakers have roster issues. There's no doubt about that. Like I'm okay. Melo played really good last year, and when he did, but he's old. He's not on the team this year. He's a free agent. Yeah, I know, I know. I, you know, who is on this team? I don't know. Bazemore, not on. Like, I, Thank I looked God at, for that. Like, what the hell? I mean, yeah, but at that point, you're just filling bodies, and I don't know what bodies are on the Lakers anymore. And you obviously got LeBron, you have AD, you have Westbrook, you have Beverly, you have Schroeder, Malik Monk, I think, is still on nope, the team. he's on the Kings. Malik Monk's on the Kings now? Yeah. Okay, so there goes literally any shooting that they uh, had, albeit streaky, but any shooting that they had Hillbilly last Kobe, year. Bro. Who? Hillbilly Kobe. Who's Hillbilly Kobe? The white guy? Mac McClung? No, on the Lakers. I don't The one white guy who's on the Lakers. I'm not, I have to pull up the roster. Pull I, can't, up. I, 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 I just I don't know what the Lakers roster is, actually. Um. But again, how how am I Austin supposed? Austin Reeves. Oh yep, Austin Reeves. Yeah, well, he was like a second round draft pick. I don't know if he's going to be anything. <laughs> they called him Billy Kobe. He had some good moments. He was the Alex Caruso light of last year. Yeah, well, but you'd rather have Alex Caruso. Yeah, I, clearly, but unfortunately, we know how that played out. Yeah, he got denied the number six jersey. Did you see that? Yeah, which was so weird. I get it. Okay. Okay. Sam told me why he thinks it is, and let it's Dion Bill Russell, to, right? So they they retired Alex him from the league. The number six jersey wanted to move on to another one to let the jersey be like not worn by anybody else because they're retiring Bill Bill Russell's jersey throughout the league. Unless that you're wearing it right now, you don't have to give it up. But nobody else after you is wearing it. That's how it's going. Alex Cruz was like, "I'll just change my number. I'm cool with that." Let Bill Russell and the Bulls are like. Not just the Bulls, sorry. The NBA is like, actually, Alex, your your jersey's in the top 75 of sold. No, nah, man, you're, uh, <laughs> you ain't, we ain't doing changing numbers. No, we already got those things. Sam's like, it's probably because they already printed them and they don't want to just scrap them because nobody buy them, which makes sense. But I was like, you could just make some new Alex Grosso jerseys and right. sell those. Right. But they already have the fixed yeah. price, so True. they can't do the double loss. So the Lakers, they have like Dwayne Bacon, 
um, who was a high pick a few years ago out of Florida State when Florida State had those really good teams. Pat Bev, Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, Anthony Davis. I'm just reading off the important names here. LeBron James, Damian Jones, Kendrick Nunn, Scotty Pippen Jr. I don't know. It's a lot smaller than what his dad was. Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Juan Toscato Anderson, Lonnie Walker the fourth, and Russell Westbrook. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's three. There's three star players. Um, a couple good role players, and then a bunch of question marks. Like I think, I think Schroeder could be a good role player. I think Pat Bev is a good role player. I think Juan Scott Anderson can be a good role player. Thomas Bryant can give you serviceable minutes in place of AD at the five, but other than that, he can like, shoot the three just a little bit, just a little. Not bit. A, not enough to fix the Lakers three point. Shooting no, problems. No, I mean, he's like, uh, you're stretch five, man. You're, uh, I know. You're I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's, um, it's going to be interesting watching the Lakers this I year. Don't, they're not the LA team I'm interested as much the other this one year, though. Is the really other one looks primed. Looks if, if, if Kawhi and PG come back, they've got a lot of good role players there who've just been playing minutes. Got a lot of rest between yeah, those two Yeah, a lot studs. of rest between the two studs and a lot of experience played between. And as we said in the you know, during the season, Clippers are just bringing in guys. It, like It feels like it's tryouts. All right, who is going to fit best around Paul George and Kawhi Leonard when they come back healthy? We're going to pay you. No worries. Don't, don't you worry. Yeah, we'll pay you. we got I, Steve Ballmer on the, yeah. on the phone right here. Yeah, I think I think the Clippers will be fun this year. Yeah, they're um, going to be a, a freaking matchup. They're going to own L.A. this year. They're going to try. I mean, it's, sti- it's, it's still Lakers town. It is. As much as it is a Rams city over a Chargers. It's the same thing. They're like the, the little brother. That no one cares about, essentially. But it, the, the Clippers are going to get new, uh, their own stadium, right? I think so. Their own arena. Yeah, they so, bought the me. one the old form, I thought. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought they were. Steve Ballmer was looking to shell out a ton of money. All right, so I got a list here of. Just, I'm on the, the top page of the free agent list from this past year, and I'm just going to go down a couple names that are still available. And do you think they got a spot in the league? So Lamarcus Aldridge is an unrestricted free agent. Any is there a spot in the league for Lamarcus Aldridge? They'll sign to a minimum on the Lakers if he didn't get picked up. All right, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, DJ Augustine, all three were on the Lakers last year. All three current unrestricted free agents. Again, it's the it's the the rotating door of Lakers <laughs> random players. Neither, none of them have been signed yet. Any of them make a roster. I'm trying to think. Maybe some of them to Hornets. Like I could for some average age. Think. Average age of this group is 36 and a half. <laughs> I did not know DJ. <laughs> DJ Augustine's been in the league for 15 years. I didn't think he had been in the league for that. He's a staple down in Orlando, man. Yeah, he was there for a while. Oh, another Kent Bazemore. Also, no longer on the Lakers under free agent. Like their entire bench just <laughs> is gone. DeAndre Bembry played um, was for the was it was at the Nets for a long time. Was drafted by the Hawks and was played with the Bucks last year. I don't really see much there, to be honest. 
Yeah, he was kind of like a hustle guy. I think he was one of the ones who hurt LeBron. Uh, he might have been. Isaac Bonga, Avery Bradley, another Laker free agent. I think Isaac Bonga was also a, a Laker at one point. Um, yeah, there's really just not a whole lot here. Michael Carter-Williams. Mm, Gary Clark. These are all free agents? These wow. are all people who are still free agents. Yeah, I'm not super surprised. Boogie Cousins. Anybody taking a flyer on Boogie Cousins? Um, I hope so. I hope somebody does. He's got a few, like... I think he's... I like watching him. I, I, I like watching him play. He is a little bit of trouble, which is fun. He is like, dude, don't fuck with me. I will, I will end it right here. I will drop your ass. Wayne Ellington, there is another... Love player for the Lakers who isn't on their roster anymore. My guy, literally sad. everybody on this like free agents list has at least been with the Lakers for some. Blake time. Griffin. Any no any uh, feel on Blake Griffin? No, he didn't no. really play with Brooklyn last year, so why would he play with anyone no. else? Rodney Hill, right? No, no, Rodney, Rodney really? Hood. Uh, coming out, he hasn't really been the same since that Achilles. Dwight Howard, another Laker. Like okay, at this point, it's like it's not even a joke. It's it is a joke. It's, it's, a, it's how is literally the entire Laker roster no longer on the roster. It's unbelievable. It's it's not to, clearly it's not sustainable. You can't just we're to the point where you can't just throw guys around LeBron and they're gonna win. Because he does. It's not like honestly, I get it. I I get it from the most microscopic understanding that I could have compared to him. He's done enough. He's gonna do his same thing. He is literally in. The twilight years of his career, which are good for him. Like, ride it out, dude. Earn your thing. He's put in the work. He made it to the finals ten times in a row. He won a few of them. Um, got his. He's getting his points at a good pace if he just stays on it and he rides out his. Even this, if he rides out this contract, he could theoretically hit the forty k number. Forty k points. points. Oh, yeah. Whole. He theoretically could. Whole pass, Kareem. No, he, well, knock on wood. Yeah, what he needs this year and a little bit of next year no, on the average. This year. On on averaging like 25. 25 a game, he'll do it this year within like 50-some games. Okay. But at this point, he's all about playing with Bronny. So. That would happen in theoretically two years. And it would be interesting to see. And I think, I think where Bronny goes in the draft has nothing to do with Bronny. A little bit too. I think. I think a lot of it is going to be. He is a second round pick at this yes, point. At best, I agree. I agree. And people in that, that second round are going to be looking at him, debating, and I think he might go higher, depending on where LeBron's at. If LeBron is still playing at a high enough level that you that you think that he could be that last missing piece, if you already have implanted stars in your on your team. You can't like draft Bronny to get LeBron James and be like, okay, now we build. No, LeBron at that point in two years, he will be okay, we're gonna draft Bronny so LeBron comes here and plays alongside of players A, B, maybe C, and LeBron is that almost like a sixth man role. I don't know if he'd be the sixth man role, but you know, he would be another elite player if he's still at that level to add to that roster. So take I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example of a, of a team who could, that this would maybe propel them to a championship contender, you know. 
I'm trying to think of a good example, and it's it's just not coming I to mean, me. You it, know, the thing is, it's going to be in the future. Yeah, a couple of and years, it's hard to say. You know, with all the big, with that, all how the much it Yes, but you know, okay, take a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Rudy Gobert, Carly Towns, Anthony Edwards. Do I think that that is enough to win a championship? Not, no. In two years, when they're a little older, and maybe you have like a LeBron on the team, who's still able to. Get you twenty, hopefully efficiently. That's maybe, one thing. Maybe. I don't know how you he's going to do with not averaging twenty five points a game. Like he's gone down as low as like twenty four, twenty three since I think twenty. He's he, he's one of the greatest since his rookie season. Yeah, but he's one of the greatest players of our time. He's been able to adapt to various situations. I don't think LeBron is going to have an issue like Melo did. Like having to finally accept and have, I don't think LeBron's going to have these years where it's clear to everybody that you no longer are playing the role you are trying to play. Like you are now a secondary role. Stop trying to be the guy. Cause I, I think we've seen instances with, with where ball, he's heliocentric, yeah. which if the ball yeah. revolves around him, you're good for a certain production value. Now, given his certain salary, contract but again that is he's a free agent when Bronny would be drafted that's what this next this most recent contract was with the lakers you have me until Bronny is drafted and then i thought it would be a year after Bronny was drafted no i think it is the year because he just he just got another one i'm pretty sure it's Bronny's gonna be a senior this year and he's draft he's scheduled through what year 24. Through 2024? Mm-hmm. Like the end of 2024? I think so. So 24-25 season, two years from now, that would be... Like, Alright, that would be it. You're right. So who knows? Who knows? That's going to be interesting. I think Cleveland... I think, I, think Cle- I think Cleveland should do it for fun. Just You got a fun oh, roster? That, for fun? Come on, that would be great. It, it, it would. Just bring LeBron back. Like, that'd be... He'd probably go to the Lakers first, to be honest. So like, yeah, we're already out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess yeah, the, the, uh, they also moved. That was pretty much it for the. Now we gotta get. Jazz. Now we gotta get. Kind of serious. Now, oh, yeah. More, more, more. Um, I don't know. Solemn notes on the league. So, uh, we brought up the whole Robert Sarver, you know, the Suns investigation. When it initially came out, probably a year ago now. It's been a while. And there's, of course, the league has done their internal investigation. All these things that every league says when they're doing, when they have an issue like this arise. And they the league suspended Robert Sarver for a year. Yep. And then he decided that he was going to sell... This Phoenix Suns and the WNBA team Phoenix Mercury as well. Um, so it appears the Suns are now on the market. Kind of wrapping up this whole situation. Um, if you don't remember it, it was reports from employees from mistreatment of staff, primarily um, female staff within the organization, derogatory slurs both towards females and towards his players. And males, too. And Yeah. Handsome and, dude. Um, racist comments were also um, alleged. So well, not kind of alleged, a, he's confirmed. Confirmed. So there's 
it's a messy situation in Phoenix, and he has decided to sell the team, which is probably good. I don't probably it is good. I don't know. I don't know what, what the accounts, um, you know. he decided to sell the team. I'm not sure if the NBA has a a rule in place like because the NFL is dealing with it, the same situation right now with the owner of the Washington Commanders, and they need a certain amount of owners to agree that he needs to be removed for him to be removed. So they the, have o- a lot the in owners, place for that? the owners in the NFL are untouchable to them un- except for themselves. They are the only ones who can vote each other out, uh-huh. and it's kind of like a boys' club. But it is- I li- literally, I I think there's. Like Jimmy and D Haslam own the Browns together. Washington Commanders owner gave his wife control of the team. But other than that, it's pretty much it is a boys club, a legitimate boys club. So it's a lot of like protect your own type of deal. But there has been a recent owner in the NFL who said we need to get this guy Dan Snyder out of here. But they need to hit a certain amount of votes of the other owners saying yes, he needs to go for him to get forced out of the position. Now I'm not sure if the NBA has a similar agreement or deal where if enough owners say he's out, he can be out. Or if, but it, regardless, if he how how no, there's no I, I, I don't know how it works. Into their bylaws, another contract, another yes. charter, whatever. It's yeah, called. but so obviously he is selling the team, so that doesn't matter. Fair, fair. That's um. But I, if it came to that, I'm not sure how what would happen if Robert Sarvers said, <laughs> "He's just Fuck like, you. I'm, not I'm, yeah, I'm not selling I'm not the team." Leaving. So uh, he could, he literally could. I mean, everyone goes back to the Donald Sterling, and that's like easily the the most recent yes. transaction I think from this kind of perspective in recent history, um, NBA wise, NBA wise. Um, but the yeah, situations are different. Theoretically, we just have less data and information on Robert Sarver mm-hmm. than we did on Donald Sterling. Uh, maybe that it's different degrees, completely different cases. I'm not an expert on this stuff, but um, it's a uh, it's what's going on. Yeah. So just yeah, had to. That, I'm, that's the, I'm more curious about how much it's going to go for than the whole reason why. Uh, what the you, you said the Minnesota Timberwolves sold for one point eight billion. It was in the B's and it was, I believe, in the one point eight, two point eight billion. Probably range. three to four billion. I would hope it's somewhere closer to five because it's two teams and now. Okay, well, yeah, maybe if, if you're selling them as a package, like it okay, it, it, I don't know why you'd split it up, but maybe you get more. I don't. So with with the Phoenix. Mercury, and that would also make it really messy too, because they share the stadium and all that stuff. But if you get both franchises, you can theoretically always kind of turn over that. Like they're offsetting seasons too, so true. That's a very true. Like the WNBA just ended, right? Always filling seats. WNBA is going to be like a probably a rocket here in the next ten to fifteen years. Um, I'd get on it now. So right. they, they're they were going to go for a pretty penny, that's for sure. And the other thing that kind of was on a somber note was the Ime Doka, Ime yeah. Udoka kind of situation that's going on. Yeah, we we still don't know a whole lot. There's been a lot of I don't think there's been a lot of like speculation reports, so it's hard to know right now what is true. What we do know is that 
he had some sort of, I've heard, consensual, I've heard non-consensual relationship with a female staff member of the Boston Celtics. I, we don't know where, what level that female employer was, is in. I thought you were just like, I think, Nathan, I could show you on like a, a doll if you need no, to my know, God, no, but like, no, I, I don't think no, we need No, I'm, I'm not sure what, what, like, what position in the staff that member holds. They don't, the... The female mem- like member of the organization has not been uh, named or identified, but that is against the rules. Yeah, and yeah, so appa- the rules, apparently so. it's against the Celtics rules because the Celtics suspended him, not the league. There's, I think, code of um, conduct rules. Yeah, yes, yes, it's a co- yes, it's a code teams. of conduct rules. And so they decided to suspend him for the season. Um, and I... I don't want to say his career hinges on the consent versus no consent, but I think it does. Yeah, um, other things. Yeah, because like obviously, you know, I, I, it's it's a messy situation in Boston. We don't know a whole lot right now, and not a whole lot has been formally said by the organization. Like, like there's been a yeah. lot. Said. Don't, uh, don't other than, other than the Celtics coming said. out and saying we are suspending him for um, issues relating to personal conduct saying it was a year and then Brad Stevens coming out and saying people need to stop like spreading lies being like guessing like yes up these pe- like leave yes. people alone let the people be come on y'all need Jesus <laughs> no but it's you know one of those again somber things that nobody really wants to yeah it but you know we are an NBA podcast and it that's what uh, that's the news that has happened within the last week and a half. So we got to touch on it as yeah, we do. As but that brings us to worth mentioning. Worth mentioning is definitely worth mentioning. Yes, um, Christian Wood going to the old Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, first year, first year there. So you probably bring him off. You know, starter right? Uh, no, no, apparently not. No, Jason Kidd. He's like no, 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 no. He's going to be a six man. And then uh, to that, JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is going to start over this dude. Love, Listen, JaVale McGee. Love to see that. JaVale though. McGee is an excellent rotation center, an excellent off the bench center. He was on the Cavs, man, and I loved him when he was on the Cavs. I love him. He is now. nothing more than that, though. I don't know why. Maybe Woods isn't putting in the time. Maybe he's got a bad attitude, and I Jason no, Kidd's kind of trying no, to put him in his place. Don't, I don't. Dude, the six-man is know. a good role. That's a good role. Yeah. Why does nobody want to be the six-man? But man? are you paying a six-man $25 million? If he can produce... On like a roster that is no man. one else over $30 million? Besides Luca, It just seems like you're paying a lot for a six-man on a roster that already okay, doesn't have a lot of people. Okay, what if he gets starter minutes? What if he gets starter minutes? What does it matter <laughs> when we bring him off the bench? True, but I guess... The if, minutes is what matters. Yeah, that's true. So, to me, that's... When, Here's where it doesn't matter, morale on the team. If Jason Kidd's going to do this to Christian Wood and Christian Wood doesn't like it, which the thing that he said about it so far is LOL, that's all that people have linked this to. So I, I like would, <laughs> probably not a big fan. It's a status thing too. Like, oh, you're coming off the bench. You're, you're not You're not like a starter, dude. You're not good enough, which to me, I mean, I've never been <laughs> probably a starter before, but to me, a six man would be worth aspiring to. Christian Wood, having started on some recent endeavors, doesn't really want to accept that he might be yeah. best suited at a six-man role, even though veteran coach 
champion Jason Kidd. Yeah, but he also it's a culture thing, though. Yes, but Jason Kidd's coaching resume also. Let's not like acclaim okay. that like no, it's very you're right. good. You're right. Like you couldn't get the Bucks to work. Like, come on. To be fair, he kind of is getting thrust into the Steve Nash position. Let. Steve Nash is currently in, in the Brooklyn Nets, which coincidentally was where he started mm-hmm. and really got off to a rough start, getting some guys who are a little bit past their prime and expectations higher than the moon. Moves over to Milwaukee, a little bit lower lower key, and then all of a sudden stumbles upon this once-in-a-generation like dynamo. In, and, then, and then expectations start coming to Milwaukee, and he doesn't live up to that. Exactly. So However, he still gives some amazing tips to Giannis, who's kind of pretty good with the ball, kind of a point guard, kind of maybe has a little Jason Kidd in him. And you got to think that's not bad. Goes over to Lakers where he's in an assistant role, does some great stuff that helps them win a championship, and then goes over to Dallas where he finally gets a starting head coach job. Vibes real well with Luka. Luka's been killing it. I think they're heading an amazing And that's where he won his championship too, right? That is that is yeah, where he was. He was, he was on that. He was on that 2010. So this Mavs could be where he finds his uh, his, his magic uh, magic eight ball or magic 77 with uh, uh, with Luca. <clears throat> and honestly, if Christian Wood doesn't see the writing, like I just hope he was. Oh man, last season I expected a lot for the guy, and he goes to the Rockets, and I guess it was two years ago, whatever it was. He just showed a little bit of like immaturity during some of the season, and he's like a more—he's getting close to being a veteran player. I would expect a little bit more from the guy, so I'm hoping that this works out. But we'll see. So worth mentioning, Mr. Seawood coming off the bench. I'm penciling him in for sixth man of the year, hedging on the good side. Okay. Well, we'll and we'll we'll put our 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 bets in for those. You here. heard it here first. <laughs> here because the season starts in about 20 ish days or so. We'll put it. We'll we'll do a cast where we predict um, our playoff play, our playoff teams and yes. our 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 awards. We'll get to that. So I've got nothing else. For me, that's it as well. Well, we'll come back to you a little more frequently. <laughs> a little bit more. A little more. Now that, now that the season's starting up, we'll get there. We'll get there. Until next time, peace.